Welcome to Other People's Lives. I'm your host, Joe Santagato. I'm your host, Greg Dybeck. And uh, I, I lost my voice a little bit today. Why? Not, well, because I was out last night. Oh, so you lost it yesterday. Yeah, but not because I was, I'm hungover or anything. But like, you know when you go to a place and it's so loud that you just can't talk to the person next to you? Oh, I was so going to say, screaming. how does a, a loud place make you lose your voice? No, because you have to <laughs> scream the entire time. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Anytime I go to any sporting event, I lose my voice. I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm a psycho. Yeah. Even if I'm not a fan of any team, it just will, I, I, don't, I, I can't control myself. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's annoying. So that's, so I sound a little weird, but that has nothing to do with today's show because today uh, we're talking to an asexual. Ooh. Which is interesting for us because, look, we're not oblivious. We know that a lot of the episodes that we've done are based around sex Mm -hmm. and you know i mean one let's be real sex sells come on not only that but i just feel like that's a that's a thing that people are that's kind of like a secret trick no exactly i mean that's that's why they're like oh i have this thing that i want to yeah it's it's (laughs) what the the thing people share with people exactly so you know it's natural that that's going to come up a lot but we've had a lot of i think sex positive um kind of sexual liberation related episodes where it's like own your sexuality and it's okay to you know be yourself and express yourself through sex uh but this is going to be interesting because from what i understand it is um sort of the opposite obviously um so this email the subject line read ever talk to an asexual (laughs) no i Uh, think i have oh like in life yeah in life but not on the show i don't know I think I have. Yes, I have. I definitely have. Well, so this person wrote, so I thought I'd reach out and ask if you have ever talked to or have interest in talking to an asexual person. I'm a 23-year-old female, and I consider myself to be a heteroromantic demisexual, which I know is a mouthful. Wait. Jesus, I got to Google that. What is it? Hetero? Heteroromantic. Romantic demisexual demisexual here it it popped up so well she writes demi is on the ace spectrum and it basically means that i'm interested in men romantically but i only experience sexual attraction to them after i've gotten to know someone on a deeper emotional level i'm also somewhat sex repulsed which can be connected to asexuality uh, but that's not always the case with aces and separately i'm also waiting for marriage to have sex in general for faith reasons but i sincerely believe that i would be fine if i were to always remain celibate Mm. so yeah there's a lot here which is we'll let her tell most of it yeah i mean this uh so she's a hetero romantic demisexual see i'm like i i don't even know like i didn't know any of that existed you know i don't even know what that means so like i guess i'm just like I know stuff like that exists. Obviously, there there is a spectrum, right? You know, but I just had no idea that was that sounded like something on a periodic table to yeah. me. Yeah, like I, well, one thing that I I don't think I'm making this up. I hope not. Um, but I think there's an argument that asexuality is like considered an, a sexual orientation as well, like similar to like homosexual, bisexual, an asexual. But I think. I don't know if everyone views it that way. I mean, I know just growing up, I mean, asexual is like 
the stereotype behind that and it's kind of used as a joke of like oh you're prude you're you don't want to have sex with me you're yeah. an asexual or you know this person might be an asexual because they haven't had sex yet even though they may be waiting for you know a number of reasons right that's all i got <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh we're, let's call them and uh i mean sorry let's call her and uh we'll find out what's going on here hey how's it going this is greg and joe hi doing good how about you guys good uh we just read your email and uh i'm very curious because i so this is joe by the way sorry uh so, <laughs> so i'm just very curious because i had no idea what heteroromantic demisexual actually meant uh we talked about it like briefly right. but can you just go into like detail about what exactly that is for people who don't necessarily know what it is well, sure. Um, demisexuality is, is kind of a subcategory on the asexual spectrum. Um, and it, it, it basically means that a person only experiences secondary sexual attraction. So it's like only after you've developed a close connection to someone that you can even be like, oh, yeah, you're attracted. Um, whereas I think a lot of sexual people, um, allosexuals, they can look at someone and just from their immediate like senses, like how they look, how they how their voice sounds, how they smell, they can be like, oh yeah, you're a hiding body. Whereas people like me, um, it's it's not that's not the case. But as far as romantic attraction, I'm romantically attracted to, to men, but only after I have some sort of um, relationship with them. So how would you define romantic attraction i think you just did a good job of explaining you know sexual attraction and i know we're kind of grow up hearing like uh, whether the stats are real or not you know someone thinks about sex every three seconds and you know yeah. guys more than <laughs> girls and you know what all that stuff um but yeah how, right. how would you define i guess romantic uh attraction um i have seen it described as as who you want to like spend your life with, like who you want to fall in love with, who you want to have that intimacy, companionship, um, you know, who, who you fall in love with is, is who you're attracted to romantically, which, which is different from sexual orientation. It's like a different, a whole complete, completely different thing that a lot of other sexual orientations don't really have to clarify because it's kind of connected. Mm -hmm. But when you're not attracted to anyone, you kind of have to be like, oh, wait, there's this other thing <laughs> that um, I'd like to date you because uh, that's your romantic orientation. Does that make sense? No, I mean, that, that it, it has to make yeah. sense. I just feel like it's, you know, it's a anything that's like a feeling, I feel like <laughs> is if you really feel that way, it has to be the truth. That's kind of how I view what, do you read Anything. that on, like, a Hallmark card or something? Doesn't that, that was good. I like that one. No, but I, I do. I, I really feel like that. You know what I mean? Like, people have, they they just have, like, okay, you're either, you're straight or gay. It's like, mm -hmm. no, but if you feel a certain way, then it has to be true. You know? Yeah. There's not just, like, a set answer for any of this. But, um, so, right. so when you, have you ever, like, when did you find out? Like, have you ever had boyfriends and, and just felt like, you know, maybe you were just like a late bloomer or something? Or did you always know, like, okay, I'm asexual? <laughs> um, interesting story, I, I guess. 
Uh, actually, we found out about the actual word, like asexual, a couple years ago on, um, you know, Tumblr. The internet is great for that. Right. Um, but even, even in like elementary school, um, I would have friends come up and be like, oh, I have a crush on Thomas. He's so cute. Who do you have a crush on me? Do you like, like? And you know what I literally did? I picked the person that was next to me alphabetically. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Randy. Um, he has a face. <laughs> So he'll do, sure, let's say it's Randy now. <laughs> and, you know, it, I, I have had um, boyfriends in the past, and only one since I kind of realized that I was demisexual. And, um, and you know, it hasn't gone great. Mostly it's my fault because I haven't told them. Um, I think a lot of that is because I kind of fell back on my, like, vow of celibacy for faith reasons and so i just kind of used that or i thought that was a, a good excuse of like oh yeah of course i don't really want to bang them because i have this vow right and then it was only after i discovered what demisexual is i was like oh it makes sense now it's just who i am <laughs> and uh, i should probably tell the next person i date but so was it sort of like a series of events almost like it, that story you just told it's almost like you trying to just conform to you know what the norm is like you know who's the guy you're attracted to yeah. who's the guy you want to like pass a love letter to in middle school uh did it ever get more extreme than that where you were with someone where there like was a chance for uh, sex or sexual activity and you just were not feeling it um, well, it, it kind of felt like with every guy, that's mostly what they wanted to do, you know? <clears throat> and I thought that was just kind of the stereotype mm -hmm. that as a woman, that I just wouldn't be as, as into it, which is not the case. You know, of course, many women have, have high sex drives and that's just, it's kind of ridiculous to think otherwise. Um, so yeah, there was, there was kind of a, a period where I thought something was wrong with me and, um, like even if I if I didn't have this vow that that um, that I would have a hard time making that decision to sleep with someone, you know. And it was actually um, I kind of ended things with the guy because I I needed to figure that out. And it it has been kind of a, a struggle in that way, but no real kind of defining moment. Yeah, um, but no, I mean it's. It just can't be easy when you're in that position and there's just not a lot out there for you to point to that's going to help you understand what you're feeling, right? Yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, it, it's pretty much, uh, pretty much all, all of my relationships have ended for that reason um, because they kind of can't handle or don't want to be with someone who won't sleep with them. Which is, I can't be like angry at that. That's an important part of some people's relationship is a, a sexual relationship. So I can't be mad, but it, it is hard when it kind of feels like you're not good enough or they're leaving you for just being who you are. Right, right. In your email, you said that you probably would be perfectly okay being celibate for the rest of your life, but would you be okay with not finding a partner for the rest of your life or is that something you like yearn for you you want that romantic uh relationship you want a husband but uh 
is that something that you're also okay with not having, but you you'll still seek that, or is that something that you definitely want to have one day, but you're perfectly okay uh, being celibate forever? Yeah, um, I, w- I would love to find you know a life partner or a husband companion. You, you, I want that kind of intimacy. I love. I think a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, but I with with this whole situation and the fact that there are not a whole bunch of people who kind of feel the same way as me, that you know I just kind of had to come to grips that maybe I will just be the crazy cat lady and, and that'll be okay. <laughs> I mean, nothing's wrong with cats. I hate cats, actually. <laughs> if it's dogs, that'll be better. Just say dogs. It's fine. Uh, but I feel, is, is there any, I feel like there has to be something online where it's just, because I feel like all these people meet up and they have, especially when we do this show, you find people who are into these obscure things and they're so specific, yet when they go online, they can find these groups where like all these people are interested in the same thing and there's conventions and there's meetups and stuff like that. So I feel like it, it you probably could find a bunch of people who are definitely interested or have the same uh, views as you do. Right. And and there are, um, actually, because when I first found out about it, um, I went on AVEN, which is the Asexual Visibility and Education Network. Um, that's like the main hub of where you can find information about it in general and you can email people and, and talk to them and ask questions and whatever. And, um, of course there's like, there's a whole, a whole internet community, of course. And there's even dating apps. I forgot about that. There's dating apps specifically for asexual people, oh, wow. um, which I haven't taken advantage of, but and actually there are some, um, kind of conventional dating sites or whatever that have asexuality as a option like an orientation option, um, which I have not tried, mainly because dating apps are kind of difficult. You know, even if someone is the same kind of orientation, I, you know, I don't find them attractive. So it's just really, it's difficult. But Yeah. Um, do you feel I that... A lot oh, of, sorry, go on. Oh, sorry. Um, I do follow some, like, asexual blogs and stuff, but... I have not heard of any, like, real-life conventions or, you know, ace night at a club or something. I haven't heard of that. <laughs> do you, I was going to ask, do you feel like the term is kind of overused or misused, uh, where if someone maybe still feels sexual attraction but not enough, or, you know, there's just always this pressure that, um, you know, you just always have to have this kind of sex drive and this desire and when people don't always uh have that then the term asexual gets used or even in a, a joking matter um with people the, have you found that um well the whole using asexual as kind of like a joke for you reproduce with yourself you're a plant right that gets, you know <laughs> that can get kind of all there's that too yeah <laughs> there's that um but as far as people kind of, people don't really use asexuality. Like, they don't label people like that right off the bat, you know? Um, yeah. Especially, there's not really a whole bunch of representation in, in media and, and stuff. So, usually, if someone isn't interested in in, in sex, it's like um, they're just kind of written off as cold or machine-like or mm-hmm. something like that. And I do want to clarify that like 
sex drive and sexual orientation are different in this case. Right. Because a lot of ace people, like, have sex lives and, and, you know, want to have sex with people. I just happen to be one of those people that is like, mm, no, thank you. Got it. Yeah, that actually, that definitely helps clarify uh, something that we yeah. were talking about before the show when I was just doing some research. <laughs> and it seems like uh, there's almost two sides to it now where obviously some people label asexuality as a sexual orientation, but it seems like some people still aren't recognizing it as that. Yeah, yeah. For the longest time, it was considered just a, a disorder. Yeah. It's like hypo-sexuality. Um, so. In your email, you said, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that you were sexually repulsed even. Uh, do you think you'll mm-hmm. always feel that way? Or if you meet someone and you, you do become romantically involved with them, do you think that could change? Or in your perfect world, would you you know fall in love with somebody and you both are just perfectly okay with never having sex? Um, it's definitely possible that that will change. Um, and I do want to stress that that's not the same for everyone because a lot of ace people are like are told that, oh, you just haven't found the right person and people don't get that it's like, no. But for me, um, you know, that, that may be the case. Maybe there's just some, like, this magical guy who um, I'll fall in love and just want to jump the bones every day. But um, I think the ideal situation for me was maybe a guy with a lower sex drive or something, maybe just not so much. Because um, mm-hmm. I do want to kind of, I want to experience that intimacy with someone. But, uh, you know, not as much as, the world would have you believe is right. Right. How do you go about communicating all of this to someone? If, if you met someone uh, and you did start feeling a romantic attraction, how do you, like, what's, what's the next step? Or how do you take that to the next level with that person? That's a very good question because I haven't figured that out for myself yet. Yeah. Um, you know, I said the last guy I dated... I did know that I was Demi and I just didn't tell him. I used my celibacy as kind of a, a crutch. Um, and I haven't really told that many people um, for, for kind of multiple reasons. Uh, one is that sometimes they just don't believe me. And they're like, that's not really a thing and write it off. I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks. I just won't mention that again. And, uh, I, I don't want people to think that I'm just trying to be a special snowflake, you know, trying to be different because it's cool or whatever. <laughs> I don't see how this could be cool, but um, when I'm really just trying to describe how my sexuality works. So that's, uh, that's something I should probably figure out before I, I date someone again. No, totally. Uh-huh. Do, do you ever feel kind of frustrated by your own feelings? Or, I mean, have you really kind of come to terms with this? I I guess I'm a little conflicted. I've, I'm fine with myself. It's just kind of expressing it to other people or to the world that I'm, you know, I'm not like out yet or or something like that. Um, you know, because I don't want to have to face that judgment. I can just kind of be this invisible <laughs> person over here and just kind of not have to explain it. It sounds so cowardly, but it's, it's, I'm fine with myself. I just don't have to like tell everyone. 
Right. I understand what you're saying. Um, so like when, so is everything with your, I'm trying to see how I can word this. Cause I had this like question in my mind, but I don't know how to like view it, but, uh, I had to say, it. uh, so when, when you're picking like your romantic partner, that is based strictly off of their personality and the way you guys are compatible. Like, does it have absolutely nothing to do with the way they look? Like, is there like, I'm, do you have a type or something like that? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Like I can tell what like objectively attractive traits are, you know, like the whole symmetrical faces and, you know, some of this like muscularly built or, or something like that. Um, and if it's someone that I, I care about, that will look more attractive than like a stranger with the same traits. So it, it really does come down to what kind of relationship that we have. If I'm really close to someone um, and they eventually like develop like, oh, you're kind of cute. And it just never really happened with a random stranger. Do you know how hard Tinder is <laughs> and Bumble and stuff? Yeah. You just swipe through and everyone just kind of looks same in terms of, of hotness, I guess. And if a guy has nothing written in their profile, I have literally nothing to go on. Right. Right. Yeah, see, yeah. that's that's so interesting because most are, people are just looking. They don't even care what, if someone's going to have something written. They're just scrolling through the pictures. You also mentioned a dating app for uh, people who are, is it for hetero romantic demisexual or is it just asexual? I think just asexual in general. You can probably, I haven't tried it, but I would guess that you can specify your romantic orientation. Right. Um, but I haven't. I haven't really looked into that. I think you had to buy the app. And I wonder how like, that eh. works. Because with Tinder and I stuff, know. it's strictly based off of like, do you like the way this person looks? Okay. And then you go right to like, hey, you know, like there's no lead up <laughs> to any of Then you send the eggplant emoji and that's yeah, it. Yeah. And then it's all fucking downhill from there. So I wonder how it is yeah. with, with an asexual dating app. Because like when you said that at first, I was kind of like, doesn't that kind of not defeat the pur- purpose that's not the right term, but it kind of, I don't know, that doesn't really make sense to me. I feel like, you know, in your, uh, sorry, in your, what, what should I call, what, what should I call that? Is that your sexual orientation or is it your sex drive or what is it? What, uh, semi? Yeah. Just orientation. Oh, yeah. Okay. My sexuality. <laughs> okay. Um, so with your orientation specifically, I feel like it's much easier for you to be attracted to someone when you meet them in person, you're able to feel their energy and you get to know them like that. I assume it's much harder just through text or just, you know, talking over the internet. You don't really get that attraction because I mean, it's harder for, I think anybody, Yeah. it's easier to, when you're in person with someone, you know what I mean? So for there to be a dating app for that, was kind of just like, that like threw me off a little, like, I feel like, you know. I don't know. I wonder how I that works. It's uh, I think a, a lot of it is it's for these people who do want to find like their someone, you know, um, and it just doesn't revolve around how the person looks because that's not really a factor, you know. So it's mostly just like a means of connection rather than it's like an introduction, basically. On, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, I think in the last poll or something. 
um, only about 1% of the U.S. population is ACE. So Less than 1%? That's like just, just, just 1% of the oh, whole 1%, population. Yeah. So it's not like we have a whole big dating pool there. Right. It's like um, I think the same number of people as if you're from Chicago. So how many people do you know from Chicago? Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> So, so I want to. Yeah, maybe I should. Maybe I should. <laughs> yeah, it could be worth a try. Right? Um, <laughs> I want to touch back. I, I think something that's going to stick with a lot of listeners is this idea of, um, like sex repulsed. What you mentioned, and um, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is even a fair question, but I know for a lot of people it would be hard for them to kind of understand that feeling. So, what I mean, what does that feel like to? you know, in certain moments be sexually, you know, sex repulsed or what about that act specifically, you know, would you find repulsive? Right. Um, it's, it's different for every person, obviously, or every age person. Um, to me, repulse is kind of a strong word. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a thank you. Um, I kind of describe it like if you're standing outside on a really, really hot day, it's like 90 degrees all you want is like a glass of water and then some rando comes to you with like a really hot cup of coffee and like, Oh my God, you have to try this coffee. Everyone loves coffee. You're super weird. You don't you have this coffee. And you're just like, you know, I, I thank you, but uh, I'm going to stick with my water for now. Appreciate it. And you know, it's, it's just kind of like a, nah, nah, man. Yeah. It just doesn't, doesn't quite fit. Yeah. And for me, maybe like someday in the future when it's like a cold, chilly day and a really close friend comes to me with that cup of coffee, I can be like, yes, that's exactly what I want right now. But I just haven't, you know, I haven't experienced that yet. All right. Have you had people tell you that uh, that you should just try it and see if you like it? Like just like saying shit like that? Like they don't... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to like because I feel like that's what people would I could yeah would say they'd be like yeah but you just haven't like once you do it then you're gonna like it yeah. you know yeah it's a it's a very common yeah a very common comment and honestly one of the um, biggest kind of dangers with ace people coming out is something called corrective rape which is awful oh and my people God. will try to do that yeah corrective yeah. rape so that's kind of another. Where yep. they feel like if you have sex, then you're not gonna feel like I'm gonna very force sexual. this on you and prove to you that you like it. Exactly. We should just fucking That's shoot terrifying. these people in the face. Why are we not, like? Why even put I them know. in jail? Like, just shoot them. Like, why are we keeping them around? Shoot them in the face. I know. And then you know, that's it. <laughs> yeah. It it really is crazy. Some of the reactions that people give just mm-hmm. from something that literally uh, does not affect them at all sex specifically like i never understood that like when people's other people's sexual orientations bother other people that does not make any sense to me it's like they're not having sex with you Mm. and they're not not having (laughs) like it doesn't like you know what i mean you're not dating them and they're like denying you you know what i mean it's like it's their thing that they do why Mm. why do you care it just doesn't make any sense to me i really don't get it wow that's like 
Corrective rape is the most disgusting, like, ter- yeah, two I don't words like that together all, I've yeah. ever heard. <laughs> I don't like that. Like, I'm very uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah. Do you feel like you... I think you may have touched on this before, but I mean, do you feel like you would need to be or want to be in a relationship ultimately with someone else who does identify as asexual or not necessarily? Yeah, not, not necessarily. It's not, you know, a requirement. It would be kind of nice. I think it would be nice to date someone who kind of has this feelings just to be like, Oh yeah, we're in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's definitely not a requirement because once you are in like a relationship with someone, it's kind of cool in that you find literally no one else attractive. So I had a, an, an ex-boyfriend who was kind of, he had kind of jealous tendencies and I tried to tell him like literally no one else looks attractive to me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he didn't believe me at the time, but um, so in that way, relationships even with someone that isn't demi or isn't ace i think it it could totally work yeah no definitely um you mentioned that you haven't really told anyone i does your family know close friends uh anyone um my family does not know they're kind of um more conservative christian types and so i don't really want to like worry them with something that's unnecessary to talk about it's not going to change who i am or how i date or something so i'm just gonna i'll leave that off for now do you feel pressure um, from them about about like you know like being in relationships or bringing someone home or anything thankfully no i don't and they're really cool because they they know i don't um i don't ever want to have kids that's also something i was just gonna ask that Uh, that can be a common thing with ace people, but it's just, I've always, I've always known I'm, I'm not going to have kids. And okay. so they've always been super nice about that and they're not, you know, they're not going to be like, oh, you never gave me grandchildren. You know, that's right. a blessing really. Um, yeah, I'm sure, but, I'm sure uh, that does help. I've told, <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure they, like, I'm sure they would be fine, honestly, if I told them, but I just, I don't really feel like getting into it. Um, and I've, I've told about five friends, um, close friends, and three have believed me and supported me, and two didn't. So it's just kind of like, mm, it's not a, a topic that I really want to broach with everyone. Yeah, it's weird that uh, that's another reaction of like, I don't believe you. Like, you I know, feel like that would what be what you're yeah. telling me isn't yeah. true. People are just misinformed. So they're just like, oh, that's how everyone feels. Yeah, I think they're just very uneducated on. A to- like I said, people just have these two gata- categories that they have, and they're just like, yep, everything else is just fucking not real. <laughs> just making it up. Yeah, it's weird. Um, anyway, thank you so much for coming on and talking about it. I uh, really appreciate it. Yeah, this was super, super informative. Yeah, for me especially, because I, when Yay. you first read the uh, the your sexual orientation, I was like, I don't know, uh, that sounded like a formula or yeah. something i was like i don't know what that is. <laughs> started sweating got all yeah, nervous like, oh no <laughs> uh but yeah it's 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 good to know I, and like i said i really stand by what i said before as cheesy as it sounds that but just however someone feels i feel like is the truth obviously if you really feel that way you're not just like saying it which obviously you're not uh so it's nice well, to know you. you know yeah 
It's great. Um, so yeah, thank you so yeah. much for, for coming on. All right. Thank you for having me. Um, like I said, hopefully I was a little bit of positive representation of ACE people to your audience. Oh, absolutely. No, I think, uh, people are really going to appreciate this episode. Uh, Definitely yeah, and they should have a, a better understanding knowledge. as well. Mm-hmm. Yay, okay. All right, well, best of luck with everything. Yeah. Keep us posted, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you use that app and all that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. No problem. Have a good day. Before we get to our final thoughts, we do have a sponsor today. It is Away. First-class luggage at a coach price. Uh, It was a company that was founded by two friends from New York who found themselves at JFK with dead phones, delayed flights, and a bright idea. Luggage with power. Thus, the Away Carry-On was born. They asked thousands of people how they pack, why they travel, and what bugs them the most about their luggage, and then they designed a bag that solved all those problems. Away bags and accessories make for the perfect gift with our lifetime guarantee and 100-day trial. So there's a Perfect size and color for everyone on your list this holiday season or grab an away gift card if you can't make up your mind. So if you're like me and you have no idea what to get half of the people in your life for Christmas, this is an easy, uh, this is an easy sell. This is, this is what you get. Okay. Who doesn't like luggage? Everyone goes on vacation, right? There's over 10 colors and five sizes, the carry on, the bigger carry on, the medium, the large, and the kids carry on. All sizes of the carry, both sizes of the carry-on uh, charge cell phones, tablets, e-readers, and anything else that's powered by a USB cord. Uh, a single charge of the Away carry-on will charge your iPhone up to five times. Jesus, that's a long thing. There's also a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks, they will fix it and replace it and send it to you for life. 100-day trial. Live with it, vibe with it, travel with it, Instagram it. If at any point you, you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund. No questions asked. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash OPL and use promo code OPL during checkout for $20 off this suitcase. Uh, Again, that is awaytravel.com slash OPL and the promo code is OPL. Guys, this is a steal, okay? You're not going to get luggage that charge your phone with $20 off at this kind of price. Get it, especially for this holiday season. Makes for a good gift for your dad or your mom or whoever the hell. Everyone, my voice is cracked. Everyone needs luggage okay so go check it out uh that is away the first class luggage at a coach price all right well i think all our questions hetero romantic answered. uh demisexual so it is a, it's a sexual orientation yeah there's a lot going on there is in there but i mean like, what she's saying like it makes sense because for me personally right i obviously have a sex drive you know but i don't think it's nearly as high as most people's like one of my friends told me that he went on a vacation with this girl and in like four days they had sex like 16 times i'm like dude i don't even like (laughs) i like i don't even like it that much Like, (laughs) like you know what i mean like Four times a day for four days straight. Yeah, I'd be like, no, there's like, there's too many TV series I haven't watched. I got to catch up on. It's just like I'm just like I don't know. Like it's not. So I get like, obviously people have different sex drives. You know what I mean? And if that's the case, like if if it's not just like a consistent thing, then obviously someone's gonna have a really high one where they could just do it like crazy, Mm -hmm. or they just don't want to do it at all. Yeah, and there's nothing 
wrong with either, obviously, but I feel like we do put, or we, there's such like an importance on sex drive in relationships when maybe, you know, it's, it's just not always the most important thing. Especially if you're in a romantic relationship, uh, it's like, there, yeah, there's like, everyone's different. I feel like a lot of people still think that there's like a certain number that you have to hit. Yeah. If, you got to have be sex normal like and, four times a week. And yeah. Five and times like a week. Hit this average and all that. And but, it's like, bro, I'm fucking busy this week. I can't. Sorry. Yeah. You're not like just robot. It's not like pressing a button, have sex. Yeah. It's like, it's circumstantial every time. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also interesting that, you know, cause for me, I thought people who were asexual, were not interested at all in developing relationships and getting mm-hmm. married or anything like that. They That's just kind true. Of, yeah. They just, I thought they just kind of were just like, I'm just chilling, I doing my thing. I can just be by myself yeah, I can, forever. I'm perfectly okay mm-hmm. with not having sex and being by myself. Um, so that's what I thought. But then there is this, which that may be the case for some people, but for her specifically with the hetero romantic, she's into dudes uh romantically so if you meet someone who really you guys are compatible with she'll get married to them or yeah fall in love with them you know it is just it's difficult i like that struggle for her to start having romantic feelings for someone that maybe doesn't identify as asexual and like for her to have to communicate her feelings and one the person has to believe her yeah and like she said about the ex-boyfriend who was jealous and was like, no, I don't believe you. I think you do find other people attractive. Right. Like how hard must that be for someone to not believe how you genuinely feel, you know? And then it's that person that you're developing feelings for. I mean, how important is sex to them and what's their sex drive? And right. it's, it's tough. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's a I struggle. Mean, you know, I, I really, that. you know what it is, and this is gonna sound like another cheesy thing, but this is like the truth. Like we're being truthful on the show. You know what I mean? I think that the romantic part is way more important. At least I think it's like I think it's like way better than like having an actual relationship with someone that works and like you know it's a good thing. I think is more important than like sex. Yeah, and you it's way I mean? harder to find. Yeah, like I think I I think honestly I could, uh, you know this isn't the case, but if I uh, met a girl and she was like I'm saving myself for marriage and I just like really like this girl, mm-hmm. I easily could do that because like I don't hold sex that high where it's like I need this, you know what I mean? I'm more interested in the. You really think so? I mean, it honestly, it would suck, but. <laughs> if it's the girl of your dreams, it's the girl of your dreams. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, like, you know what I mean? There's not, every, that trumps everything, I think. But, I mean, obviously, it's hard to find that person. And maybe over time, you find out, oh, this isn't the right person, you leave. But if it's, like, the girl of your dreams, like, she's the one, like, I would easily put that, I would, like, I, I don't no, know. I mean, I, yeah, I agree. In the long run, it's that romantic connection that is more important. And that's what you know, builds the foundation of marriage. Not only that, but when you are in a really good relationship and everything's working and whatever, you two are very out in the open about how you feel about each other and it's just good. Sex is fucking incredible then. You know what I mean? Because then it's really good. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying like in general. So 
the fact that people feel like, oh, we got to hit a certain number a week or, yeah, you yeah. know, stuff like that. And then quality over quantity. Come on. Yeah. You, I mean, you have to have a good relationship in order to have sex. You can't just have sex just to do it. Like you have to have sex because you want to do it with this person. Not like I'm mad at this person and, you know, we're not on the same wavelength right mm-hmm. now. And she's kind of tired. She's not really in the mood, but let's just go through the motions and do it. Right. Like I'm not interested in that. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't want to go through the motions. I want it to be like. We both want to do it at the same. You know what I mean? It's mm. it shouldn't be just this fucking. Yeah, that's true. People like use sex in different ways too. It's like I'm gonna hold this against you, or like See? if we're not. And, yo, and that is so true, <laughs> and that never ever has affected me. Like no girls about. Well, guess what? Now we're not having sex. I'm like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like it does. Like that never bothered me ever. Yeah. But like obviously that's never happened. Like seriously, but like as a joke, and like I don't even, I can't even go along with the joke because I don't care that much. Yeah. Where I'm not like, it's like, oh, then you're, then we're not gonna have sex. I'm like, oh no, I'll just fucking go to bed then. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> what the fuck. Uh, I don't know. I, that's how I feel about it. That's what I'm saying. Like my sex drive isn't as high as most people's. I think maybe because I, I think a lot of people put up a front also. So it's like, oh yes, yeah, dude, I yes, fucked yes. the shit out of. 30 girls in one day all right like where does like insecurity come into play with those people too yeah I mean, you never know uh, everyone obviously has a different sex drive but yeah like i don't know and it's like maybe in high school that's impressive but come on no one gives a shit anymore yeah i know i just i don't I, care how many times you have sex a week yeah like, like you're gonna tell like i don't even care like don't tell me i don't fucking care man yeah can but, we also talk about uh corrective rape is the what most disgusting thing I've ever heard. What a piece of shit. Like, th- like ugh. the fact that we have to create words to, to, to fucking, oh God, I can't even. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Just that that can go through someone's mind and they, they truly believe it. You yeah, know, like, like for I'm her going to tell to, someone, yeah. you know, I identify as asexual. I don't feel sexual attraction. Like, no, don't worry. I could, uh, I'll, I'll change that. Yeah, like what? Right in the face with a bazooka. <laughs> right in the fucking face. Blow them into a pink mist. That's oh, it. Wow. Yep. Pink mist. Dude, I'm telling you, if we shot more people in the face like that, people less people would do it. It's like, do you want to do this? Or are you going to get shot in the face? You're going to get shot in the face. You know? I hear you. Right in the face. Pink mist. Pink mist. Render them into a pink mist. <laughs> Sounds like a... I'm staring. There's for some reason there's like four mics hards like yeah, on this table right here. I don't know what you're doing with those. No, but I was Pink mist sounds like one of those drinks. Oh, Mike's hard pink mist. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that is that is, that is ridiculous. If you're one of those people, you're a piece of shit. Don't listen to this podcast. I hate your fucking yeah. guts. Unsubscribe. Still leave a rating which five I, stars I, which and then definitely not. Everyone who listens to the show is like the nicest people <laughs> in the world. Exactly. They're so open minded and shit. The reviews on the on the podcast are are amazing um anyway yeah that, that is all she was awesome though yeah uh, she was cool i uh, very informative definitely wish her the best of luck i think you know it's it's gonna be tough i think for her and it's not her fault but obviously she's maybe not fully comfortable talking too openly about it yet with her family and friends and things like that but um you know hopefully over time she can she can get there kudos though because there are a lot of people that have those feelings, but they don't, they suppress them. Mm-hmm. And she's owning it, which is like huge. And a lot of the people who call into the show, if not all of them, have something that is uh, abnormal or obscure that, you know, 
people would be like, what? They don't understand it, but they just own it. And they're like, this is my thing. Like, I'm not going to pretend like I like sex if I don't. I'm not going to like just have sex with people because that's what you're supposed to do. Like, no, this is how I feel. Like, I'm fucking sticking to it. And that is something that I think people who are listening should take take away from this show as well. When you're listening to it and you see these guests, they come on and they have these things that are sometimes so obscure and specific that they're into or that, you know, they just feel inside. They just own that shit. Like, don't like that's what you're supposed to do throughout your life with anything. You know what I mean? If you feel a certain way, like, just do that. Don't follow a crowd. Don't feel like you have to fucking, uh, you know, reach someone's standards. Like, it's, ju- it's just you in the casket when you die. You got to face yourself. So, you be, that's all you can be. Be that. I'm going off right now motivation high five i'm crushing it (laughs) (laughs) no but seriously like i really feel like that because when you walk around it's obvious that when you see some people that just act a certain way because they're like they're just going like like that that's not you you. like you're not looking in the mirror and saying like like, how do you change so drastically five times in your life you know what i mean like you're just like now you're it's just like like just be who you are like don't feel like you gotta just i don't know like try to make other people happy like no one's gonna be fucking happy at the end of the day. You're always gonna be doing something wrong. So yeah. you might as well make one person happy yourself. That's it. Amen. Do that. Amen. God that damn it. speech was brought to you by Mike's Heart Pink Mist <laughs> in Heart stores Pink August first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at Joe Santagato. And uh, if you have a story or. Uh, just an interesting thing to, to that you want to share. Uh, go to OPLshow.com slash contact. Send us an email if it fits. If we think it works for the show, we will hit you up and schedule a time to call in. And yeah, Greg, where can they find you? At Greg Dybeck. Follow the show on Twitter at OPL Show. And leave a rating and review on iTunes because we'll read it. And it helps us sleep at night. It does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening.